0: Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we wanna welcome you to the Cedar Grove broadcast today. We are so grateful that the spirit of the Lord has led you this way to come and to share with us during this time. We're truly grateful to God for you. Speaking of gratefulness, I'm grateful for not only your tuning in, but just grateful for all the things that you've done to allow ministry to go forth with power and authority during this season. I thank God for you, for each and every one of you that have tuned in, each and every one that has shared uh, Each and every one of you that have sown uh, into this ministry, I want to let you know that uh, what God has done, he's used your gifts. He's used what you have done to to already be a blessing to so many. And we couldn't have done it without you. So as the pastor of this church, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to encourage you to continue to do that. This is good ground. We're sowing into good ground, and we're going to use it to advance God's kingdom throughout the earth. So again, we thank you for uh, all that you've done, and we thank you for tuning in today. There is a word from heaven that I would love to share with you today. I want to call your attention to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 40, verses 5 through 15. Genesis chapter 40, verses 5 through 15. Through fifteen, And today I'm going to continue in a sermon series that the Lord has given me called the Again series. Uh, The Again series. And I'll make that a little more, a little plainer in just a few moments. Uh, But Genesis chapter 40, verses 5 through 15. Let me share some of that with you today. Beginning at verse number five, the word of God says, Then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream. Somebody shout dream. And both of them, each man's dream in one night and each man's dream with his own interpretation. Verse six, and Joseph came to them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. So he said, so he asked Pharaoh's officers who were in custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad? Verse eight, and they said unto him, we each had a dream. And, and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God, but tell them to me, please. Let us skip down a few verses. Verse number 12 uh, continues. And Joseph said to him, this is the interpretation of it, meaning the dream. The three branches are the three days. Now within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore, somebody shall restore, restore you to your place, and you will be put and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me, when it is well with you, and please show kindness to me, make mention of me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this house. For indeed I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews. And also, I have done nothing here that I should be put into this dungeon. Uh, I'm going to pray, but the Lord and I want to minister from the subject today, uh, coming from the context of that text. Uh, The Lord and I want to minister from the subject, dream again. Dream again. Let's pray. Uh, Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to share your word to your people. Lord, we thank you for every provision that you put in place to allow this moment in time to take place. And Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you administer to every heart, every mind, every soul, wherever they're sitting, uh, so that everyone would have an authentic encounter with the Savior. I'm going to say thank you now because you're faithful. Have your way within our hearts. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Somebody loves him. Shout amen. Amen. As a matter of fact, turn to the person on the couch next to you and just say, dream again. Dream again. One of the things I believe that God is doing doing uh, during this COVID-19 season is giving us an appreciation of all the little things that we've often taken for granted. Giving us an appreciation for all of the little things that we've often Taken for granted. When you think about it, uh, there are some things that we used to do that we paid no attention to. Uh, The little things uh, being able to go to the grocery store, to have dinner with your spouse, uh, to be able to hug your relatives, uh, to be able to have a barbecue. Uh, to be able to just do some things that you love doing, uh, to be in contact with one another, to be able to worship with one another. Well, the Spirit of the Lord, and I want to remind you today that God is saying that we can do those things again. Yes, uh, we started last week with live again. Uh, God wants us to know that we can laugh again, that we can love again. The day is coming when we can worship together again. The day is coming when we can fellowship together again. And also the day is coming when we can also study the word of God together again. But today, the spirit of the Lord wanted me to remind you, most importantly, that we can dream again, uh, that we can dream again. And I want to let you know that dreams are important. Dreams are important. A dream dream is is defined similarly to a vision. Uh, uh, A dream is really just a God-given revelation, uh, a God-given revelation. Uh, uh, Visions happen when you're awake, dreams happen when you are asleep. Uh, But it's a God-given revelation, uh, uh, a dream that that God has given you, a, a sneak preview of coming attractions of his will, his word, and his ways as it relates to your life. And I know a lot of dreams can come from a fleshly place, and that's okay. It's good to have dreams. It's good to have a dream of a better lifestyle. And all of those things. But the most important dream you can have is, Lord, who are you and what will you have me to do to be able to f- fulfill his purpose uh, for you in the earth? I believe that's a God given dream, uh, because believe it or not, every one of us needs a dream. Uh, we need a God given dream. Uh, we need a God given vision for our lives. Proverbs tells us that without a vision. Uh, without a dream, the the people perish. As a matter of fact, uh, dreams are so important, uh, it, it is an exuberant feeling once you've accomplished it. Uh, the Bible tells us in Psalms that uh, when God delivered our captivity unto Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Uh, and and a dream is a blessing for you. A dream is a benefit. It's a dream that helps you understand that trouble doesn't last always. It's a dream that lets you know that things are not always going to be like they are. And I don't know about you, I thank God for dreams. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, there are times in my life I didn't have nothing but a dream. Uh, I didn't have nothing but a dream. But I want to let you know today, dreams do come true. And what God is telling us, even in this COVID-19 season, when we can't do a number of the things that we like to do, a number of things that we love to do. God is telling us that we can dream again. Amen. Well, that brings me to my text today. Can I work my case? Uh, Because today I'd like to introduce to some and present to others a dreamer named Joseph. Uh, I'd like to introduce to some and present to others a dreamer named Joseph. Uh, some of you know Joseph. You're familiar with Joseph and his testimony. Uh, the pages of Joseph's life uh, life is chronicled in Genesis 37 through Genesis chapter 50. Uh, but I want to go and tell you some things about this dreamer named Joseph. Most of us know about his testimony and the highs and lows of his life and all the things that God had brought Joseph through. Uh, Some of you know that Joseph was thrown into a pit uh, and then he was sold to Potiphar. And then because of an incident with Potiphar's wife, he was thrown into a prison. Uh, But because of that, uh, he ended up in Pharaoh's palace. Do you know that God works all things together for our good? Uh, We may go to a pit, uh, we may go to Potiphar's house, we may be thrown in prison, but, but God is ultimately using all those things to take us to the palace. God is going to get some good out of those things. But what I like about God, uh, what I like about Joseph is that God showed him these things. God showed him early on uh, in the beginning of his life, in the early stages of his life, uh, a dream, uh, the vision that he had for his life. And as a consequence, when he was going through his highs and lows, when he was going through the things he understood, as well as the things he didn't understand, when he was going through the things that he liked, uh, as well as the things that he didn't love. Uh, God was using all of that, and he used the dream uh, that he showed him so early in his life uh, to continue to encourage him, to continue to propel him, to continue to help him fulfill God's will for him and the earth. Uh, I like Joseph, but, uh, and many of you are familiar with Joseph and his testimony. But can I share just a little bit more about this man named Joseph, this dreamer named Joseph? Because you may know a lot about him already, but there may be some things you do not know about him. Uh, 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 There are some similarities between Joseph and Jesus. Uh, uh, Joseph and Jesus had a lot of similarities. First of all, uh, they both had miraculous births. Uh, Joseph was born to a woman who was formerly considered barren, where Jesus was born into a virgin. Uh, Miraculous birth. Both of them were rejected by their relatives. Uh, Joseph had some people that didn't like the fact that he dreamed and threw him in a pit. Uh, Jesus, he came into his own and his own received him not. They both were rejected by their relatives. Uh, Both of them were favored by their father. Uh, Joseph was so loved by his father that he gave him a coat of many colors Uh, uh, and and Jesus was also favored by his father because at his baptism, uh, the spirit of the Lord descended upon him like a dove and said this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Both of them were favored by their father. Uh, Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver. Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver. There are a lot of similarities between Joseph and Jesus. Uh, Joseph was temporarily put into a pit, and Jesus was temporarily put into the pit of the earth for three days. But somebody knows that's not how the story ends. Yes, Lord, Joseph was used to be the deliverer of his people from Egypt, and Jesus was used to be the liver of his people from sin. Joseph uh, was was able to testify at the end of his journey what the devil meant for bad. God worked it for our good. And just like Joseph, Jesus was the same way. Joseph was used for the preservation of his people and Jesus was used for the salvation of his people. They both had some similarities. And, And I want to talk today about this dreamer Named Joseph. I want to go a little deeper uh, about this dreamer named Joseph. So we know those things, but but most of us know him. He's more commonly known for his favor, the favor that was on his life. And then number two, he's also known because he was a dreamer. Uh, Joseph was one that had the God-given gift of dreaming things. Uh, of receiving divine revelations from God, receiving uh, sneak previews of coming attractions. And, and God used that, those dreams to, to help Joseph during uh, the highs and lows of his life. Uh, he had the God-given ability to uh, dream dreams, but he also had the ability to interpret dreams. He also had the ability to interpret dreams. Well, that brings us down to our text today because the text is talking about Joseph uh, when he was in a situation at this time in this 40th chapter of the book of Genesis, where Joseph is now in prison. He's now in prison. As a matter of fact, he's in prison as a consequence of his dream. Uh, And now he's, uh, uh, because of some things that didn't go like he thought it would go, he's now being challenged to do what I'm challenging you to do today, which is to dream again to dream again. The first thing I wanna talk about as we look at the pages of Joseph's Joseph's life, uh, the confidence in the dream, the confidence in the dream, amen. Uh, That takes us back to Genesis chapter 37, uh, because believe it or not, uh, we all have confidence in our dreams. Uh, When when God gives us a dream, uh, it it does something, It, it energizes us, it makes us exuberant. It makes us excited. Uh, There's something about the power of a dream that will excite us. And Joseph, back in Genesis 37, he was excited about his dream. As a matter of fact, you've been excited about dreams before. Uh, Do you remember the first time somebody asked you, uh, what do you wanna be when you grow up? Do you remember that? Uh, And many of us with great excitement, with great anticipation, we talked about things. We, We wanted to be a police officer. Uh, We wanted to be a fireman, Uh, we wanted to be a superhero. It depends on how old you were when you were asked the question, Uh, but with great excitement, with great anticipation, uh, we talked about what we wanted to be when we grew up. We talked about our dream. We were very excited about our dream. We had a lot of confidence in our dream. Uh, And believe it or not, because of that dream, we were were able to accomplish some great things. Confidence in your dream. Well, Joseph, again, had confidence in his dream, Uh, because believe it or not, uh, uh, early on in Genesis 37, uh, God gave him a dream of what he would ultimately do in his lifetime. God gave him a dream of how his brothers would end up bowing down to him. And even that he gave him another dream uh, that included his mother and his father being able to bow down to him. In other words, God gave him a dream that says what? You know what? You're going to be a leader. I'm going to do great things through you. You're going to leave an impact. In the earth, uh, I, and I'm going to use everything. I'm going to work the highs and the lows of your life together for something good. What the devil thought he meant for bad, I'm going to get some good out of that. Uh, Joseph was confident in his dream. As a matter of fact, he was so confident in his dream he told everybody about it. That's where he messed up. He told everybody about it, amen. As a matter of fact, he told his brothers uh, that one day you're gonna bow down to me. Uh, He told his mother and his father, he told his father, you know what? Uh, uh, You're gonna bow down to me. That's what I dreamed about. And the point is, you know what? Everybody is not always confident about your dream. Everybody's not always crazy about your dream. As a matter of fact, there are some people just like Joseph who would get upset Uh, because of what God has shown you as relates to your dream and your destiny. As a matter of fact, that's what happened to Joseph. Amen. Uh, uh, he had some folks that got upset with him because of the dream that God had given him. And I want to let you know today that even though, uh, everybody may not like your dream, I want to encourage you. If God has given you a dream, if God has given place, something inside your heart, even though everybody else may not like it. Amen. If your father has given you a coat of many colors, guess what? Get you a, a coat, uh, 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 get you a pocketbook and some shoes and wear that bad boy in style. God has given you that dream. Amen. And what God has said is what God is going to complete in your life. So the confidence in the dream. But the next thing I want to talk about is the casualties of the dream. Uh, The casualties of the dream. Because believe it or not, uh, because Joseph had this dream, uh, his brothers did not like it. Uh, His brothers were highly upset with him. And because of that, they made a plan to kill Joseph. As a matter of fact, uh, the dream was so great on his life or his anointing was so powerful that his brothers, they couldn't even say a nice word to him. So they came up with a plan. They said, you know what, we're going to kill him. And they put Joseph in a pit. Uh, They took his coat of many colors and and killed an animal and smeared blood on it and told his father that an animal had killed Joseph. In other words, there were some casualties to Joseph's dream. Joseph was thrown into a pit. And some of you know the story that after he was thrown into the pit, they didn't kill him. Amen. They actually sold him into slavery. And Joseph ended up being in slavery. Yes, Lord. And, uh, 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 but even in slavery, uh, uh, God still favored him. Uh, He was sold to a man named Potiphar. And even in Potiphar's house, the favor of God still rested upon Joseph's life. Do you understand that somebody may take your coat? Hallelujah, but they can't take your favor. Um, They may take your coat, but they cannot take your dream. Hallelujah, what God has started in you, he is going to complete. He who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it, even until the day of the return of Jesus Christ. So even in that setting, uh, from being put in a pit, Uh, to go into Potiphar's house, Uh, God still favored him. As a matter of fact, he was in Potiphar's house and Joseph became the head. He became in charge of everything. Potiphar didn't even pay attention to anything that he did uh, except for the bread that was on his table. Uh, So Joseph was in charge and God favored him even in that setting. Uh, But even in that setting, uh, 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 although he had confidence in the, in the dream that God had given him, there were still some casualties to the dream, because somebody knows the story that Potiphar's life Potiphar 's wife, excuse me, she told a lie. And she said that Joseph was trying to rape her and take advantage of her. And as a consequence, uh, Joseph went from the pit to Potiphar's house and he was actually thrown in prison. I want to let you know today there are times when uh, your dream will have some casualties. Uh, your dream will have some situations that uh, uh, it may not look like what you saw it uh, at some point. It doesn't always appear uh, the way that God showed it to you. But I want to let you know again that God has started a great work in you. And whatever God has promised is what God is going to perform. Let me say that again. Whatever God has promised is what God is going to perform. And although you may have been in a pitiful situation, although you may have been promoted to Potiphar's house, and now you find yourself in a prison and and you say, wait a minute, there's some casualties to this dream. Well, I want to let you know today that that uh there are always casualties to your dream and now at the time of the text in this 40th chapter this is where joseph is he's experiencing the casualty of his dream uh uh, he's in a situation where he's not where he used to be but he's not where he's going to be as a matter of fact he's in that season that we all must pass uh, the season between the promise and the provision He's in what I call the meanwhile, uh, the time between uh, when you dream the dream and the fruition of the dream or when the dream came to pass. And that's where Joseph is. And this, my brothers and sisters, is what you must be cognizant and cautious of. Are the casualties of the dream. This is in this time right here. This is when the devil would tell you, you know what? There was nothing to it. Uh, uh, This is where uh, the devil would try to stomp out your fire and try to deceive you into believing that uh, that what God said is not going to come to pass in your life. Does anybody know that God is not a man that he should lie? Uh, that if he spoke it, he's going to make it good? Yes, Lord. And believe it or not, anybody that has greatness in their on their life, anybody that has truly received uh, a, a God-given dream, uh, a God-given vision, believe it or not, this is a test that each and every one of us is going to have to pass. Uh, we're going to have to pass when there's casualties uh, to our dream. Uh, Everyone, as a matter of fact, uh, everybody that God has used mightily has had to come through this particular situation because there's always some time between what God has promised between what he's provided. Don't take my word for it. Ask Abraham and Sarah. Yes, Lord. Uh, Abraham being promised a child at the age of 75 and not being able to receive that child until he was 100 years old. There's always a test that you must pass Yes when you're going through that time between the promise and the provision not only this but but also David who was called and anointed as a teenager had to run from Saul for for uh, for several years of his life uh, and even in the midst of that uh, but when he had some casual to his casualties to his dream uh, there were some people that he was running with and they talked about stoning David uh, when the thing when the situation went from bad to worse uh, but one thing I love about David, uh, and one thing I believe is necessary for us, uh, all of us, that God has given us a dream, is that we have to learn how to encourage ourselves. The Bible says that David strengthened himself in the Lord. Amen. And there are times when you got to just have you a personal praise party. Uh, there are some times when other people may not like it uh, but you know what, you can say, Lord, the God gave me this dream and, and because God gave me this dream, guess what? I believe that God is going to do just what he said. Does anybody know that if God said it, he's going to do it? And Has anybody gotten to the point to say, I'm going to take him at his word? Well, again, well, while we're going through the casualties of our dream, we, we must understand that. Again, that's when the devil desires to stomp out the fire right out of your dream. And this is the time when we must understand that God is going to be true to his promise. So the casualties of his dream and and going back to Joseph, Joseph is here and now he finds himself in the presence of the butler and the baker in this 40th chapter of the book of Genesis in the presence of the butler and the baker. And again, God has given him the divine ability to not only have dreams, but also to interpret dreams. And these men that were his cellmates here in this 40th chapter, the butler and the baker, who used to be in high positions in Pharaoh's palace. Both of them had a dream in one night. Two men had two dreams in one night and they were highly upset. Because they couldn't understand what the dream meant. And that's one of the many ways that God speaks to us. Uh, He spoke to a number of people, especially back in those days, through dreams. Now he uses his word and the Holy Spirit uh, to speak to us primarily these days. But he also speaks in dreams. Uh, uh, But in the midst of that, uh, these men had dreams. And they were upset, again, because they could not interpret the dream. They didn't know what the dream meant. And here Joseph is, he's like, you know what? I've tried to dream before. And and because of my dreams, I'm in the situation that I'm in. I'm having some casualties. I'm experiencing some casualties of my dream. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, tell me what your dream is, and I will interpret it to you. And the Bible says that they both told Joseph their dreams. And believe it or not, just cutting across the field, one of them had a dream, And the other one had a nightmare because one of them, God was saying to him, you know what, Uh, the cupbearer, you were in a high position. You were the cupbearer to the king. And uh, what God uh, was saying to him in his dream is that, you know what, in three days, that's a good number, "uh, I'm going to restore you to your previous position. Pharaoh is going to have a birthday party and he's going to deliver you out of this prison and he's going to put you back in your rightful position. But the other man, you know what, Uh, his was more of a nightmare. He said, because in three days, the baker that is, "Uh, uh, your dream uh, uh, is that Pharaoh is going to behead you and and he's going to kill you in three days. And guess what? Just like uh, uh, the God-given dream, just like that God-given ability, uh, what Joseph spoke came to pass. That's how you know a prophet is for real, because whatever they speak, whatever God shows them truly does come to pass. And it came to pass just like that, that in three days, uh, 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 the cupbearer, he was elevated. But Joseph told him to do one thing for me. Uh, He said, you know what? You are going to be elevated to your rightful position, but do me a favor. Remember me. Please remember me. When God restores you or when Pharaoh restores you uh, back to your rightful position, don't Forget about me. Uh, Don't forget about me in this prison. Well, the story goes on and I'm getting ready to come to a close now. And the Bible says that uh, after uh, the cupbearer was restored, uh, that he went back and he was in his position and he forgot all about Joseph. In other words, Joseph spent two more years in the prison, a total of 14 years in the prison, 14 years a slave. Uh, That sounds like a movie type. Uh, He was in that prison uh, for 14 years. And again, casualties of the dream. It felt like what God has spoken wasn't gonna come to pass. Uh, But I wanna let you know today uh, that God is telling us to, to dream again because this is the part where it looks like, you know what? This is where your faith really goes on trial. This is the point when when God, you have to really understand, God, what are you doing in my life? Uh, 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 And what God is saying, dream again, because believe it or not, Joseph was one dream away. Uh, One dream away from God fulfilling everything that he said he was going to do in his life. And I want to let you know today that you are just one dream away. (laughs) That God is saying, you know what, now is the time to dream again. I I know you had confidence in your dream and I know because of the casualties of your dream, uh, uh, you say, you know what, I don't know if you want to do anything with these dreams anymore. As a matter of fact, I feel like throwing in the towel. But can I just say this before I take my seat today? Uh, Not only the casualties, uh, the uh, the, uh, confidence in the dream or the casualties in the dream, I want to talk about the completeness of the dream. The completeness of the dream, because believe it or not, uh, uh, you may have thought your dream was about the house. You may have thought your dream was just about a car uh, or or just about a spouse. Uh, But I want to let you know today that your dream was never about you anyway. That's the whole message right there. Yes, Lord, you need to catch this. Uh, Your dream that God had given you, your your God given vision for for your life was never about you anyway, the completeness of the dream. As a matter of fact, the reason why God brought you through all of that is so that he could position you in a place where he can trust you with trouble as well as he could trust you with favor. Uh, The Bible says in Genesis chapter 50 verse number 19 uh, uh, that the devil meant this for bad. But guess what? Uh, God meant that for good, that you can save many people alive. In other words, Joseph, the reason why you've been going through all of this is because I had to strategically order your steps uh, to put you in a position where you can dream again, that you can interpret one more dream. And this time when you interpret this dream right here, yes, Lord, it's going to open the door to everything that I've ever said about your life. And God is saying, you know what? It's time Time to dream again. Uh I wanna let somebody know again that you're one dream away, yes Lord, uh from God opening the door the door to allow you to see everything uh, uh, that He's promised in your life. Does anybody know it's getting ready to come to pass? Uh it's getting ready to come to pass. Uh and what God is saying in the completeness of the dream was it was never about you. Uh, It was about what I want to do through you. And what I want you to know today, my brothers and sisters, is that if God can get a blessing through to you, uh, through you, he'll get a blessing to you. If you uh, if you God gives you a gift and you say, Lord, I'm going to give everything that you've given unto me, I'm going to give that back to you. What God would do is that he'll take what you've given unto him. He'll bless it. He'll shake it together and he'll let it run over that other people may be blessed uh, because of you. Because he dreamed again. In other words, he interpreted another dream because the Bible said that Pharaoh, uh, the head man in charge at the time, he had a dream. And the Bible says that the cupbearer did remember. He says, you know what? Uh, uh, There is somebody that I met in prison, uh, and because this person interpreted my dream, and because Pharaoh, none of these other folks can interpret your dream, uh, if you go get him, he's a Hebrew, if you go get him and bring him, uh, I believe that he can tell you the meaning of your dream, and somebody knows what Pharaoh's dream was, uh, it was a dream where he saw seven uh, fat calves and seven lean calves, and, and it was predicting a uh, seven years of feast followed by seven years of famine. And because nobody else couldn't interpret the dream, they called for Joseph. Yes, Lord. In other words, his gift Made room for him. Does anybody know your gift <laughs> will make room for you? Yes, Lord. And I know you may be in a prison and, and suffering from the casualties of your dream, but God's saying dream again. In other words, interpret one more dream and your gift would take you from the prison until the palace. Yes, Lord. You're in the prison now, but God says, I want to take you to the presence of Pharaoh. And that's what he did. Uh, uh, God, elevated him and he came and he was able to not only to interpret the dream uh, but because of his gift Uh, Pharaoh said, you know what? I need somebody who's going to be able to execute the dream. Uh, So just like he was the right hand man of of Potiphar, God promoted him to be the right hand man of Pharaoh. Can you believe that Uh, once upon a time he was a slave, but now he's the second person in charge. And and he was the one who was able to administer every detail of that dream uh, uh, to make people be able to feast, even in the middle of a famine. And what God is saying today is that your dream is never about you. Uh, If if, if God can use you as a conduit to help other people feast, even in the midst of this famine, to help other people prosper, even in the midst of this plague, guess what? God is saying, I will elevate you. I will bless you. I will do everything I promised you if you would just use your dream or use your gift uh, for my glory. Uh, And I thank God today because... That's what Joseph had to dream. Uh, because if it wasn't for his dreams, he never would have been thrown in a pit. If it wasn't for his dream, he never would have gone to Potiphar's house. If, he, if it wasn't for his dream, he never would have been thrown into the prison. If it wasn't for his dream, he would have never gone to the palace. Uh, and if it never for uh, for his dream, he never would have interpreted uh, the dream of Pharaoh. And because of that, he was able to be able to use be used by God in a mighty way. And some of you understand the rest of the story. Yes, Lord, it was because of Joseph that he was favored by Pharaoh, uh, that he was able to be used mightily in that season. And what God is saying to you and I is that he wants to do the same thing. He wants us, wants to do the same thing. And what God is challenging us to do, my brothers and my sisters, is to dream again, to dream again. Yes, Lord, because he's going to complete it, the completeness of the dream. Uh, Paul told the church at Philippi that he who had begun a good work is faithful to complete it, even until the day of the return of Jesus Christ. In other words, God didn't forget. God is not going to leave you there. God has allowed all of this for a reason. And my challenge to you, my brothers and sisters, is that even during this COVID-19 season, uh, I want to remind you is that God has purpose even for this plague. He has a purpose even for this pain. He has a purpose even for this period. And what I believe is that God is not only equipping us to endure it, uh, but to enjoy it. Uh, Not to just go through the pain, but to prosper through it. And what God has given us, he's given us all something. We learned that from uh, Jacob's wives, he didn't, uh, Leah Leah and Rachel. God didn't give anybody everything, but he gave everybody something. Leah was fruitful. Rachel was beautiful Uh, and God used all of them to do something and God is using us today too. So the question to consider is is what is it that you dream of? What is that desire that that God put in your heart uh, so many years ago? What is it that you have wanted to see in the land of the living? Uh, Some of you it may be just peace in your home. Uh, For some of you it may be Uh, Some material thing, and that's okay, you know, because God is a God of throw-in policy. I believe when you handle His business, He'll handle your business. Yes, Lord, and He'll do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask a thing. Ephesians three twenty. I just believe that today. I believe that. So, what is your dream? What What is it that that desire, that passion that God has placed in your heart? Who has He designed you uh, to help? Uh, Who has God designed you to? uh, Where is it that God is uh, strategically? order your steps and put you in a position so that you can be a blessing to somebody. And instead of complaining why are you in your pit, instead of complaining why are you're in your prison, God is saying, you know what, the time is now to, to dream again. Uh, we're not sitting here in a pitiful situation. Uh, we understand that God even has a prison ministry. He'll break in and we can have do like Paul and Silas. We can have a party even in our prison-like state. Why are we locked into our homes? Yes, Lord. God can come in and he can use that gift that he's placed inside of you. Uh, use it for his glory. Because again, it was never about you anyway. He was just wondering who could he trust with favor and who would be able to give back to the kingdom what he's placed inside of them. So if I'm talking to you today, amen, I want to remind you to, to, that God gave you a dream. I believe he gave every living person, every child of God, a dream. And what God wants us to do today is to use it for his glory. Because believe it or not, all of us need to be used by God. All of us have something that the earth needs during this time. But if we use it, if we don't mind dreaming again, taking the handcuffs off and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you, even though I can't trust you. Lord, I, 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 I know I'm in this situation right now that I it may not be favorable. It may not be what I desire it to be. But Lord, as long as I continue to take what I have and give it to you, uh, give the gift that you've given me, give it back to you, Lord, I just believe that you're going to use it for your glory. And God wants to do that today. So I just want to let you know that God gave us his son Jesus. Just like Joseph, uh, God sent his son Jesus to hang, bleed, and die on a cross, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But shall have everlasting life. The dream that God has for your life is that you receive the gift of salvation. Death is too certain, hell is too hot, eternity is too long for you to ignore the significance of this season. If you're not saved in this season, you, you need to get saved. Uh, I don't know what you're waiting on, I don't know what else God needs to show you, uh, but God wants to save your soul. He, his desires that none should perish, but should all, that all should come to repentance that all should receive Jesus, believe on him, and receive the gift of eternal life. Uh, so if you're here today, you're hearing this message and you're not saved, I wanna let you know that it's easy, as easy as ABC, accept, believe, and confess. If you accept with your the, uh, the fact that you are born a sinner, believe in your heart that Jesus is the son of God that died for the sins of mankind, and make that confession with your mouth, you can be saved. God wants you to be saved. That's his dream, that's his desire for you. And then if you are stay, saved, uh, Uh, God wants you to serve. He wants you to stay surrendered. Uh, Stay surrendered to his will for your life. Uh, To pray for his dream, his vision for your life. And to use his gift. Use his gift uh, that he gave you for his glory. Yes, Lord. Whatever it is, uh, uh, from deacon to doorkeeper, God has given all of us something. Yes, Lord. So if you're saved, stay saved. Stay surrendered. Continue to use what God has given you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then let us just continue to pray for one another. I just believe the day is coming where God is going to do some great things again. Again. Yes, Lord. I'm looking forward to that day uh, when we can all come together, all of God's children, and rejoice in heaven again. And my prayer, my brothers and sisters, is that I can meet you there, that I can meet you in heaven as well. So again, God is challenging us. He's reminding us today that regardless of how confident you may have been with your dream. Regardless of the casualties you may have had with your dream, God is letting you know he's going to complete the dream, the completeness of the dream. He's going to finish what he started in you. The word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say amen. God bless you. Uh, May he forever keep you. is our prayer. God bless you.